Love your dogs and cats and want to find out how to resolve any issues you may be having with them. You're listening to the pet show. I'm Warren Eckstein. Great time to give me a call if you're new to the show. Uh, just a reminder that everyone that calls in and gets to talk to me live will get a fabulous gift. Don't get excited. It's for the dog and cat, not for you. Uh, some of the gifts were 35, 45, even 50 bucks. Uh, question of the day, by the way, if your dog had an occupation or your cat had an occupation, what would they be? Policeman, fireman. The phone number here at the pet show, 877 725 8255. 877-725-8255. That is the way to get through. Plenty of time for your calls. Lots of great stuff to give away on the show. Uh, we're going to go to Rosalie first. Then we have Render in Florida, Elliot in Pennsylvania. We got Sunny in Arizona. Uh, great time to call me. I still got hugs and kisses to give away. Lucy Pet Food, Kitty Lickies, copies of my best-selling books. Those incredible t-shirts that say none of my friends walk upright, all natural herbal flea spray, and so much more, 877-725-8255. Before we broke, we were talking to my friend Rosalie. Rosalie, you still with me? Yes. Yes, Okay, so you're taking care of your, your, your son's dog, is it? Yes. Okay, and your son has a doggy door at his home, but now the dog is at your home, and you don't have a doggy door, so you don't know when the dog has to go outside and do his thing. Is that pretty much it? Yes. Have you considered saying, hey, yes. listen, do you got to poop? <laughs> Just joking with you. <laughs> Just I, you know what? I've been trying to work with him. I've been putting pads like by the two French doors on either side of the Yeah, but in other words, at your son's house. But he doesn't go does he use pads at your son's house? He brought no but but he because he wet the carpet and wet the kitchen floor, I sopped it up with his pad. So and but then in other I words, put no 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 listen right listen there. to me, Rosalie. Listen to me carefully. When he's at your son's home, he has a doggy door. At your son's home, he only pees and poops outside. He doesn't have any pads inside, correct? Correct. So by bringing him to your home, where he doesn't have a doggy door, which is confusing enough, now by putting pads down in the house, you're actually encouraging him to go inside. So when he goes back to your son's house and he starts peeing in the house, guess who his son's going to be angry with? So I don't want you to put the pads down. He's never used pads before. He's at your son's house with a doggy door. The only difference between your home and your son's home is, number one, it's a strange home, but number two, that you don't have a doggy door. So what I would have done is I try to do is find out from your son, generally speaking, when does the dog go out, when does he eliminate, and try to mimic those times. That's really fair to the dog at this point. But trying to teach the dog something new, like use this or, or go on this pad or go on that pad, you're creating a problem. You're going to call me in a couple of weeks and say, listen, my son's going crazy. The dog's peeing all over his house. You don't need to teach the dog to go inside when the dog's already perfectly housebroken to go outside. You just have to kind of focus on specifically what times we assume he has to go and if you're concerned about him going in the house don't give him the opportunity watch him or confine him in a gated area but by teaching him to use those pads big mistake i don't want you to do that rosalie well i i didn't know what to do and because because see this is what's happening with him when my son came to drop him off to me he pooped all over my son's inside inside the vehicle on the way over here it's not the first time he's been having accidents even at home and so i thought he's just an he's, older but you dog. say how old did you say how old did you say he was 
My son thinks he's like 15 or 16. Okay, and you so know what? You know what? Here's my, let me change everything, all right? If he poops in the house, clean it up. That's it. He's 15, 16 years old. He's obviously suffering from anxiety, a little incontinence. Give him a little bit of a break here. It's not the dog's fault. If he pooped in the truck, maybe he's not comfortable riding in a truck. If he pooped in the truck, maybe it's a new location. Maybe he's stressed out or anxious. So I want to look at it from the dog's point of view. That's what my job is. You have a 15 or 16-year-old dog. Bless you guys for keeping him alive this long. But give him the benefit of the doubt. The occasional accident's going to happen, and that's just the way it is. Now, there are doggy diapers. We're not going there yet, but I don't want you to encourage him to go inside unless your son decides that, listen, I'm not going to be around. I don't want him to go. 15-year-old dog going in and out by himself, not a great idea anyway with coyotes and other problems out there. Maybe the pad, the transition to using a pad from a safety perspective is the way to go, something you guys should consider. I got to move on. I'm going to put you on hold. I'm going to send you for your dog, 15 years old. I am going to send you some, uh, you know what, I'm going to send you some authors of gold to keep those hips and joints. This is exactly what I talk about all the time. I love Rosalie. But what happens is people tend to confuse their dogs. Dogs learn through the associative memory. So if you're not relatively consistent, you can throw them off. We have a 15, 16-year-old dog. He's having accidents. Maybe it's incontinence. Maybe it's not the dog's fault. But you don't want to throw a whole lot at him at that age too quickly. All right, let me go to uh, to Brenda calling from uh, the great state of Florida. Uh, hey, Brenda, welcome to the pet show. Hi. I, um, my dog would presently be... Um a nurse. <laughs> and why, 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 would, why would you say that, Brenda? Um, his, uh, my parents are 95 and 93. Wow. They've both been sick for three days. My dad's on hospice. And um, since they've been sick, my dog refuses to leave their side. God He's 14 them. years old. He's a 14-year-old Jack Russell. He's very smart, very quiet. And he does not leave their side. He's even started sleeping in their room instead of in my room. Yeah, well, they, you know, it's amazing how intuitive our dogs are and our cats are, for that matter, and all animals in general. They know what's going on. Listen, you know, your parents are in your 90s, and, 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 and time moves on, and they probably know more about the future. The dog does more about the future than, than, than we do sometimes. But it's just indicative of how incredible. For those people that tried to call me out years ago, and I was doing the Today Show on Regis and Kathy Lee and the Mickey Mouse Club, people say, you know, Warren, you talk about dogs and emotions. You talk about cats and emotions. They're just dogs. They're just cats. And I said, no, they're not just dogs and cats. They've been living with us since we've been walking upright they have emotions they get depressed they get anxious they get sad they get happy and also what happens is when they're with someone listen I suffer with pretty severe rheumatoid arthritis okay so when I have a, a, a flare-up or a really really bad day Molly and Willie are on top of me the entire time they know I'm not myself and and they assume it's their job to make me feel better what an incredible story of of, uh, of the dog now sleeping with your, uh, your your dad now that your dad is in hospice and, and your mom's been feeling bad as well these are the type of stories that encourage people uh, to 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 understand there's so much more to our dogs and cats than so many people think they're just incredible and and how is it what's the response on your mom and dad's part oh my mother she said well i think he's decided he's mine now <laughs> <laughs> and it's okay you know yeah it's, 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 it's fine. Um, you know it's, it's interesting uh, it's amazing 
It is amazing. You know, I, I have calls and, and people email and text me all the time. And recently someone actually, uh, a guy that was in, in hospice care, um, he had this this horse. He had rescued a horse and the horse had been with him for years and years and years and years. And he was in hospice care now and didn't have too long to uh, before he crossed over. And the one thing he wanted to do before he did cross was spend, a, now you're going to make me cry, was spend a few more minutes with this horse that he had saved. And so what they did is they brought him down to a lower floor where they could bring the horse to the window and he was able to spend some time with the horse and the next day he crossed over. Um, but he crossed over knowing uh, with some type of, of comfort that he spent time with uh, just incredible stories. And what an incredible story of you, Brenda, and taking care of your two parents and, and having the dogs. Well, I just think it's amazing how smart our dogs are and how they pick up on all these things. What, what a great story. What's your dog's name, by the way? Ziggy. What a great and, and he is see. he is actually now in kidney failure. Oh, so gosh. um you know, he's doing very well and he's you know, he's just a super dog. Uh, you know, you sound like you have you sound like you have a you sound like you have a super family. Uh, you know, I, I wish I was there to give you a hug and and your parents hug and Ziggy a big hug as well. Uh but I'm not. What a great story, Brenda. I you know, just keep the faith Keep them happy. Keep them as, as as long as you can, and when it's time to cross, they'll all cross. And I'm trying. I'm trying to think of what to send you. I don't know what I want to send you. I mean, you know, you know, Ziggy's 15 years old. What do I want to send Ziggy? You know what, Brenda? I'm going to put you on hold, and I'm going to send you a jar of my hugs and kisses. Okay? Maybe that'll make him feel a whole lot better, make him a lot more comfortable. So a jar of hugs and kisses goes off to Brenda. It's a great story. If you're not tearing up when you hear that, and obviously Ziggy knows that that her dad is in hospice care her mom's ill both in their 90s it's absolutely amazing i've heard these stories i've witnessed these stories when i was in europe it's amazing how incredible they are that's why i've devoted my life as many of my listeners have to to making life as as good as we possibly can for those animals out there that that didn't have a chance at the beginning. That's what it's all about. Hey, let me take a quick break. When we come back, we'll get to your phone calls. The phone number here, 877-725-8255, 877-725-8255. A quick break, then right back to your calls. Listen, if you live with cats, you know that you never own cats. They totally own you. You know that cats are in charge. They call the shots. Cats tell you when they want to go to bed, when they want to socialize, when they want to play. Cats even tell you when they want to eat, what they're asking for, and what they really want is kitty lickies. Kitty lickies by Lucy Pet are actually lickable, scrumptious, moose cat treats, and food toppers. Your cats will either enjoy kitty lickies directly from the pouch, which they will, or you can squeeze it over dry food for an extra treat. Kitty lickies is amazing for those finicky felines that may not want to eat so much, put a little uh, kitty lickies over their food and watch them chow down. Kitty lickies lickable moose cat treats come in three feline favorite recipes. There's duck and chicken. Uh, there's tuna and sardines, salmon and chicken. But I want you to hear from a listener because I got to tell you, I get probably more response from, from cat guardians out there that have tried kitty lickies saying, Warren, this stuff is amazing. Our cats love them. Here's a listener on what they said about kitty lickies. Also, I want to tell you that Kitty Lickies saved my life with my cat. She uh, has always had raw food, which I have to finger feed her because she has a lot of intestinal problems. The Kitty Lickies have changed her loving her food now. So I want to thank you. I'm telling you, that's what I hear all the time. If you have a cat, you know, you better get some kitty lickies or the cats might go online and order it themselves. And here's the deal. If you go directly to Lucy's website, lucypetproducts.com, 
easy enough to remember, LucyPetProducts.com. If you pick up the kitty lickies or the Lucy Pet Food for dogs or cats, the dry food, the wet food, the treats, the rolls, just spend $35 at LucyPetProducts.com and they will ship it all to your door absolutely free. So check out LucyPetProducts.com. That's LucyPetProducts.com. I'm Warren Eckstein. This is The Pet Show. Uh, that's all I need, me and you and a dog named Boo. We are back on the Pet Show. I'm Warren Eckstein. That phone number, 877-725-8255. The question of the day is if your dog or cat had a job, an occupation, what would it be? Give me a call. Let me know, and I will send you a great gift for your best buddy. 877-725-8255. Let me get back to the phone lines, and we are going right now to, let's go to beautiful Altoona, Pennsylvania, and my friend Elliot. Hey, Elliot. Welcome to the Pet Show. Warren, thanks for Elliot. having me. Hey, it's my pleasure, Elliot. How can I how can I help you today? Yeah, so I got a puppy dog here, and he likes to uh, do some digging. First off, uh, you know, if he had a job, he'd either be an excavator or a scuba diver. I think. <laughs> okay, he likes to swim. And you might laugh. You might laugh. But years ago, I did a TV show, a regular TV show in San Francisco. I used to fly back and forth, and I actually taught a dog to scuba dive. i got to find a video. Wait, he had an oxygen tank on his back. No, no, no tank on his back. He was no tank. He was tankless. He was just kind of, you know, skimming the surface. <laughs> oh, that's put a, great. Put a tank on a little dog, he's going to sink to the bottom. Come on. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, we have a couple problems. One is that uh, is the digging. And as long as uh, I can pick your brain, we have a problem with when he comes over to see his sister, he likes to, he likes to mark his territory on top of her. So uh, I guess first with the digging, I don't know. It's all uh, together. I'm going to put it all together for you. The fact that he's peeing on his sister and the fact that he's digging holes in the backyard all correlate. Let me explain to you why. How old is the dog? He's about 16 months. And how, what type of dog is it? He's a purebred good boy. A purebred good boy. I like that. Here's, what, here's what's going on. When a dog is in their own backyard, they have a couple of different ways of claiming territory. One of the ways you know is by peeing on his sister. That's a territorial possessive reaction. The digging of holes in the backyard is not that different. You see, dogs have scent glands on the bottom of their feet. So when they're in a yard, an area that they consider theirs, it's not unusual for them to dig more frequently to put their scent around. That's why often when you take a dog for a walk, and let's say your dog pees or poops, immediately after that, what they'll do is they'll kick up with their feet. We call it the duty dance. And the reason they do that is that by kicking it around, they're actually spreading their scent in further directions, claiming more territory. So it sounds to me like both the, the your dog's peeing on his sister and, and the digging holes is all correlated to territorial. Do you give the dog the opportunity to go for walks, or is it primarily the backyard? Oh, it's like, I'd say 80% walks to get him to, you know, go number two. 
Okay, that well, that's good then. So in other words, in terms of the walks, that's a good thing. Uh, in terms of the digging in the backyard, I don't know if you heard the earlier call. Uh, dogs, again, do have scent glands. They have to dig. So what we can do is teach them where to dig. And the way to do that, and I have them in my backyard, two kiddie pools. You can buy them at Lowe's, Home Depot, wherever you want. They're like 10 bucks. Fill them with sand and dirt. Put stuff in there for the dog to play with. Actually go in there and tease the dog. I know it sounds crazy, but go tease the dog a little bit. He'll get the idea. Change the toys every couple of days. And what you'll find is that all of his digging will take place in those areas because he'll want to be territorial. It's kind of like his own sandbox. That's number one. Number two, in terms of the peeing on his sister, make sure you give him plenty of walks before you take him over there. But when you meet each other, let them meet outside. Don't bring him into their house. Don't bring him into their backyard. Let them meet you outside on neutral territory where his focus is not going to be totally on her because of all the other sense of animals. We don't want to say no bad dog or fooey because then we're going to correct behavior you don't want to. So that's what you need to do. Follow my advice and I promise you he won't pee on his sister and you won't have a moonscape in your backyard. Excellent. So you say encourage the digging. Just yeah, encourage uh, it in that in that in different spot. Exactly. Exactly. Encourage it in those in those kiddie pools. Excellent. Uh, Allie, one more uh, we got a newborn baby in the house. Allie, let me, you know what? Let me put you on Ellie. I don't want to rush. Let me put you on hold. I don't want to rush you out. We'll get to you, uh, get back to you. Then we got Jerry in Arizona. We got Sonny. We got Robin in Oklahoma City. The phone number here at the Pet Show, 877-725-8255. 877-725-8255. Quick break, then right back to all your phone calls. I'm Warren Eckstein, and you're listening the to you, the Pet Show. But you may think my dog will always come through. All he asks from me is the food to give him strength All he ever needs is love And that he knows he'll get So I love my dog as much as I love you A little disco duck here on the pet show. Phone number 877-725-8255. Here's one of the advantages of being over 65. Adults over the age of 65 who have owned a pet for more than five years scored better on memory tests than non-pet owners, according to a study. The benefits to companion animals have an uh, uh, an aging brain was revealed by the study that was conducted by the University of Michigan. So people that are 65 or over that have lived with a dog or a cat for more than five years have a much better memory than those that are over 65 that have not lived with a dog or cat for five years. Just another reason to go out and adopt. Hey, Elliot, let's get Elliot back on the air. Elliot, you with me? Warren, I'm here. Thanks for okay. keeping me on. So That's okay. last question for you. Okay. we got a newborn baby in the house. Every time we walk in the door... Another thing this baby dog likes to do is try to jump on him and get inside of the, uh, you know, the carriage that he's in. Did uh, you do any preparation before the baby arrived? Oh, uh, I did. I tried. To, you know, he would kind of jump on me and my wife, and we'd tell him, you know, down, down. No, no, and, no. Let know. me go. All, all big mistakes. Let me go over something with you. I actually wrote articles for Baby Talk Magazine, Parents Magazine, and used to lecture uh, for, uh, uh, what's that called, uh, when they're preparing for uh, all different types of maternity things, specifically on how to get your dog or cat adjusted to the arrival of the baby. 
had you spoke to me before, number one, there would have been a doll in your house. You would have been using this doll as if it were your baby, getting the dog adjusted to it. So instead of saying no, no, no all the time, when the baby comes and the dog jumps and you say no, there's a negative association. Had you worked with the doll right from the beginning, and I recommend a doll that kind of burps and, and does whatever dolls do. That's number one. Number two, I would have played the sounds. I would have made a recording of the sounds of a baby crying, burping, whatever baby sound like. In fact, I have a whole thing on my website about baby sounds to desensitize the puppy or the dog to what a baby's going to sound like. That's really important as well. Now, what's a baby going to smell like? In other words, what I would do is I would have had diapers, put a little ammonia in them to get the dog adjusted to it. I would have had mobiles around. In other words, I would have had the dog adjusted to everything but the baby before the baby came home not to go backwards. Also, what I would have done is I would make sure that by the front door, there was a whole bag of brand new toys for the dog. Why? Everyone's going to want to come over now. They used to ooh and ah over the dog. Now they're going to want to ooh and ah over the new baby. Before they see the new baby, they stop. They give the dog a toy or a treat. Now the dog starts associating the baby with only positive things. So rather than tell the dog no when he jumps, there are ways you can hold the baby with a knee between you and the dog and let the dog get to know the baby a Lot. The more time they spend together, the better it's going to be. But once you start saying no, 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 and, and pushing the dog to don't jump on the baby, don't do this, don't do that, in reality, you're creating a problem where the dog's going to say, hey, what's going on here? So I want you to make it a positive experience. What I'm going to do, Elliot, I'm going to send you this. I'm going to send you a copy of the book. And the reason I'm going to send it to you, there's a whole chapter in there called What to Expect from Your Pet When You're Expecting. Even though the baby's already there, a lot of that advice that I gave would be beneficial for to you as well. And this is great for grandparents and, and expecting parents out there. This is something I did an awful lot when no one was talking about it. The concept, because so many young couples have a dog or a cat that pre-exists the arrival of the baby. This is their baby before the, the two-legged baby arrives. And all of a sudden, the two-legged baby arrives and the attention is split further down the line, grandparents come over, let's go to the baby, the dog is kind of ignored a little bit. So you want to spend a lot more attention, lots of toys, I think that's going to make a difference in the ultimate response. Now we can't go backwards, but I think the book will guide you a little bit. Now the book's going to take a while to get there, Ellie, you might want to go to my website, thepetshow.com, there's a whole article I put together on what to expect, which will give you some good advice at times. Does that help you out a bit? Yeah, that's great. I really appreciate your time. Not Thanks a problem. Ellie. You, oh, no problem. You give that puppy and the baby a hug and a kiss. I'm going to put you on hold, and Val will get your name, and we're going to send you a copy of How to Get Your Dog to Do What You Want. Literally, I mean, I, I don't do it so much anymore, but I used to give lots of lectures because, as I said, so many people are two, you know, in two-income families. They, they don't have kids right away, but they get bored of each other after six months, so they, they get a dog or a cat. It becomes their baby. They ooh and are over it. And a couple of years down the road, they have their real baby, and all of a sudden, this dog is pushed aside for no reason whatsoever. 877-725-8255. That is the phone number. Let us now go to a Sonny, and then we're going to go to Robert and Elliot. Hey, Sonny. Welcome to the Pet Show. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. I have two problems, one for me and one for my dog. <laughs> well, I hope the one for your dog is easy. I don't know if I can help your problem, but I can definitely help the dog's <laughs> problem, Sonny. <laughs> okay. The dog, my son passed just recently from cancer and when he was on hospice they had him have a support dog and it was great but it was a young dog and he was a love anyway um he was playing with the the older dog which is a she's a red-nosed bull she's never been in a fight she loves everybody she's 
not like what you hear about those dogs. Anyway, so she laid down and let the little puppy play with her, and he kind of, you know how they nip, they just sure. bite a little. And it just bit her a little bit in one leg. Well, this was, this was last September. So she kept licking it, and I think that's a good thing. They like to lick their injuries. And so, um, but she licked it so much that it kept getting bigger and bigger going up her legs, so I took her to the vet. The vet put a cone on her head, gave me medication and all this. And so after, they said after about four weeks, you know, you can take it off. I took it off, and with five minutes, she had opened everything up again, licking. So I put another cone back on her. So then I, I yeah, got... Yeah, it's more... Let, let me stop you for a second, because it's more than a cone. It, it sounds to me like the dog developed what's called a lick granuloma. And, and, and basically, what happens is they start with something small. It could be an itch. It could be a sore. It could be any number of things. And they start licking it, licking it, and licking it. It becomes a habit, like biting your nails. So the fact that the vet is working on it with you, that's a good thing. Uh, but what we need to do from a behavioral standpoint is really tremendously increase the mental activity of the dog to help prevent the fact that when he gets bored, he's going to lick that area. There are medications on the market as well. There are bitter products that you can use. Some of them don't contain alcohol, so it's not going to sting. You can put it in those areas. The cone is a good idea, but you can't use it for the rest of your life. What we need to do is change the dog's behavior, rotate the toys, increase the mental stimulation, increase the exercise. All of that's going to make a major difference. Okay. Now, that's the first problem. The other problem with this same dog is that ever since my son died, she the big dog, ever since my son died, she will go and stare at people when they're eating. She'll go, and if there's any food left, you know, anybody left anything around, boom, she eats it and takes She won't quit eating. Well, in and other I, words, you know, sometimes when people get stressed out, it's called stress eating. When people get stressed out, you say the dog was close to you, and I'm so sorry about the the, uh, the passing of your son, uh, really, really. But I, I think what's happening right now, how long ago did your son pass away, Sonny? Uh, about eight weeks ago. Oh, yeah. The dog is, give the dog some time to adjust. You know, the dogs go through the same grieving that we go through. I talk about this an awful lot on my YouTube channel. So many people that have lost a husband, a wife, a kid, whatever, or even another pet in the household. Dogs grieve. What you need to do when a dog is grieving, it's important to grieve, but I would recommend you sit down and have a conversation. The two of you, you and the dog, talking about how you both feel and make you feel better and make the dog feel better. Let the dog grieve, but you have to distract her a little bit. Take it to different locations, different places. If they're in the same area all the time, they may become even more depressed. So what you need to do when any living thing is grieving, whether it be a human or a dog, doesn't make any difference, let them grieve, but you need to distract them so, once in a while so it doesn't become a depression. That's where you need to be at this time. Hey, Sonny, I got to move on, but I'm going to put you on hold, and I'm going to send you for your pit bull. I'm going to send you some uh, some Lucy pet food. People tend not to understand how sensitive our dogs and how sensitive our cats are and when we lose or when a dog loses one of their best friends things like this happen whether it be uh, excessive licking or excessive eating or or even becoming aggressive or or sleeping more than usual 
for those people out there that think I'm a little eccentric, that's okay. But let me tell you, one of the things I'm most proud of with my over 50 years is letting the world know that our dogs and our cats and other animals as well have emotions just like we do. Phone number here, 877-725-8255. A quick break. When we come back, we have uh, Robert in Oklahoma City and we got uh, Jerry in Arizona. We'll get to your calls right after this. But right now, I want to tell you about hugs and kisses again. Listen carefully. This is important info. You know, the season isn't just changing this year. If you live anywhere, you know it's exploding into the most ferocious flea season ever. You know, along with fleas, another seasonal challenge for our dogs and cats is amazing shedding, the rain, the heat, all of it. You need to get the jump on fleas and shedding with my Hugs and Kisses 4-in-1 supplement. Now, I formulated Hugs and Kisses with both prebiotics and probiotics for digestive support. Critical. Also, Hugs and Kisses is the natural approach you want to tackle fleas and shedding of both dogs and cats. For just pennies a day, Hugs and Kisses promotes shedding and dander control. It'll relieve skin problems and give your dogs and cats shinier coats at any age. You know, and fleas are less likely, they really are less likely to go after a dog or cat with healthy skin and coat. I want you to read the testimonials about Hugs and Kisses on Amazon, on Walmart, on my site, thepetshow.com. You know, with all the extreme weather we've seen this year, spring and summer will mean flea infestations everywhere. Help your pet enjoy a flea-free, shedless spring and summer of fun. Hugs and Kisses now available at Amazon.com, available at Walmart.com. You can go to my website, thepetshow.com, or if you prefer, you can call my office directly at 1-800-430-4847, 1-800-430-Hugs. Check out my Hugs and Kisses for your dog or cat at Amazon.com, Walmart.com, thepetshow.com, or call 1-800-430-Hugs today. I promise you, your dog or cat will look and feel his best with my Hugs and Kisses Vitamin Mineral Supplement Treats. I'm Warren Eckstein. This is The Pet Show. And they called it Puppy Love. Right, let's get back to the phones here. Let's go to my friend Robert in the great city of Oklahoma, great state of Oklahoma, in Oklahoma City. I love Oklahoma City. Hey, Robert, welcome to The Pet Show. Thank you, sir. Appreciate what you do. Well, thank you. Uh, we don't have a whole lot of time, so get right to your question for me. Okay, I've got a mother and daughter cat. The mother adopted me, got pregnant, and I got a cat out of it. The problem is, is the cat and the mother beats up on the kitten. And she protects the food and everything else. And they had a little tough tussles, nothing severe, but it's just kind of hurting me inside watching a baby kitten get ran over by the mother. Yeah, this is, this is an easy problem to resolve. What you need to do is make your house more interesting for the mother. In other words, they're focused on the baby. What I want you to do is go to the store today. It's not going to cost you a penny. I want you to gather maybe a half a dozen cardboard boxes and paper bags. I want you to be creative. Put one on top of the other. Put them around the house. Leave them down for a day, then throw them away and put new ones down. Boxes and bags are free. The more you distract the mother dog, uh, cat, the better off you are. If you start correcting or yelling at the mother cat, you're going to create more animosity. So what I want you to do, that's number one, is the boxes and the bags to distract her a little bit. Number two, what I want you to do is when you feed them, feed the mother cat out of two or three dishes. Not more food, just break the food into two or three dishes so she realizes when her bowl is empty, there's another bowl here and another bowl here. Now, what happened? Was there a bigger litter? Was this the only surviving kitten? Or what happened to the other kittens? 
We don't or gave them away to other family members. Okay, so in other words, there was there was a full letter. <clears throat> that's why she's probably excuse me. That's why I, my coffee went down the wrong way. That's probably why she's doing it. It needs more stimulation, more things to do, more things to get her mind off of it. I think that's going to make a big difference for you. This is very common where a mom will go after a baby kitten if it's the only kitten. <laughs> kitten alive and and the rest of the kittens were uh were given away so what i'm going to do robert <coughs> excuse me <coughs> excuse me i'm going to put you on hold let's send robert a copy of the cat book i want you to read the chapter on on first cat psychology even though it's a mother and a kitten i want you to read that chapter as well hey a quick break then we'll try to get back to jerry in arizona boy this time goes so fast don't forget there's always great information and it's free hundreds of articles hundreds of, of of videos and and pet tips go to my youtube channel subscribe it doesn't cost you anything i post videos uh tips long videos great stuff just check it out youtube.com slash warren Eckstein. youtube.com slash warren Eckstein. now for many many years now you heard me talk about lucy pet food the food i feed my own pets the food that so many of my listeners brag about. You know, Lucy Petfood is manufactured at their own plant right here in Southern California. They have their own laboratory. And Joey Herrick, a good friend who is the CEO, by the way, of Lucy Pet Foods, has that passion. This guy does more for animals. He's absolutely amazing. That's just one of the reasons I'm a big fan of Lucy Pet Food, plus the fact there's not another food on the market that has that prebiotic and probiotic formula. But I want you to hear from a listener. I want you to hear what they had to say once they started using Lucy Pet Food. I've been feeding Lucy pet food. Yeah. And I ran out. And I've fed Brand X. I put it in the bowl. Dog comes over, takes one sniff, couple sniffs, looks at me like I'm Benedict Arnold. Well, there you go. <laughs> see, and that's why she, see, that's why she's barking. You ran out of Lucy pet food. That's why she's barking. There you bark- go. There you go. <laughs> Nothing can make you feel guiltier. Then your dog or your cat. Let's be realistic. I'm telling you, Lucy Pet Food, the food I feed my own pets, the food you should be feeding yours. I want you to check out their website, LucyPetProducts.com. I want you to check out their Lucy uh, uh, dog food, their cat food, their wet food, their dry food, their rolls, their kitty lickies. And they got a special deal for my listeners. If you go directly to their website, LucyPetProducts.com, and you spend just $35, shipping is absolutely free. So check out LucyPetProducts.com today. That's LucyPetProducts.com. I'm Warren Eckstein. This is The Pet Show. And we are back on the Pet Show. We are just about out of time. I don't know where this time goes, but it flies by. Remember, there's always lots of great information and everything on my website, everything on my YouTube channel, my Facebook page is free. Check out my Facebook page, facebook.com uh, slash Warren Pet Talk, youtube.com slash Warren Eckstein, or thepetshow.com. There's literally hundreds of videos and tips there that will help you understand your dogs and cats a whole lot better and help your dogs and cats hopefully understand you a whole lot better. Great calls today. I love that call with the uh, the dog in the hospice. Not that the man was in hospice, but just the, the fact that it brought around the, the actual strong emotions that our dogs and cats have. Until next week, guys, you know what to do. Give all of your pets a big hug and a kiss for you and a very special hug and a kiss right between the ears for me. I'm Warren Eckstein, and thank you. Thank you for listening to The Pet Show.